Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. All right, welcome back to the Ohioan Podcast. We got Seinfeld again, which is always a good thing. Uh, thank you for all the people who have listened to the episode. Uh, Laura, I, well, we have Laura with us, and Laura, I'm surprised. Apparently, there's a lot of Seinfeld Podcast fans on Instagram. Every time we post this on Instagram, we, we get a lot of people liking it, and I thank you so much. And again, subscribe to the podcast. Obviously, our podcast is about a lot more than just Seinfeld, but hey, we'll try to entertain you. And have fun. Um, I know the day we record this, uh, we talk about a lot of Ohio stuff. And even if you don't live in Ohio, we try to have fun with it. And we try to poke fun at each other. And then also we talk a lot of pop culture. Talk a little about Super Bowl entertainment today. So, hey, you should like it. So, yeah, subscribe and tell your friends. We appreciate everything. Um, yeah, well, today we're talking about the non-fat yogurt. And mm-hmm. very... Um, had kids cussing, and man, yeah. for 90 sitcoms, it was crazy. So I look forward to talking about it. I, we've kind of went to the format over the past couple weeks of Laura kind of describing the episode, and we came up with some questions we're going to kind of debate back and forth. So, Laura, what happened this episode if somebody forgot? Somehow, Kramer invested into a frozen yogurt stand that was right near where Jerry lives, and... Jerry and Elaine and George got hooked on it. Um, And the claim of the place is that it was non-fat and Jerry and Elaine uh, Kramer pointed out that they both had put on a lot of weight and they were, you know, incredulous. How could we have done this? You know, Elaine, I think it was seven and Jerry was eight pounds. And, uh, they said then they were like the only thing that was different was this frozen yogurt and everybody kept insisting it was non-fat so mm-hmm. they decided to for some reason they felt they could just go to the uh food and drug administration mm. <laughs> and have it tested and apparently you could just go there and have it tested and fill out a form and everything is fine that can't be the case right yeah, I like i'm trying it's to think of odd. I, I mean, I don't know if they would take appointments unless you said, hey, this yeah. is like bioterrorism, like unless there's some big yeah. threat that you wanted to investigate yeah. or something. And not, not only are they testing Jerry's uh, frozen yogurt, they're testing Rudy Giuliani's blood. Yes. <laughs> at the same time. So um, Kramer goes with them to drop off his, you know, his company's yogurt. And um, he meets the one of the techs in the, uh, in the lab and takes her out on a date and they managed to mess up Giuliani's blood sample. And, uh, and then one of George's nemesis, you know, big, I guess it's the big nemesis for George 
uh, Lloyd Braun is mm -hmm. in the episode as well. I think that's the first time we've seen Lloyd Braun. Yeah, it was a three-episode arc. This is episode one of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> George, I, I guess George was trying to point out that he was, you know, being inappropriate or something or he didn't like him or something. And he elbowed him and um, elbowed Jerry and Lloyd asked him what was wrong with his arm. And of course, you know, George has to make up a story. So he made up a story that he has to do. He does this, you know, just randomly because he bumped his arm mm -hmm. and Lloyd, Lloyd, of course, being Lloyd gets uh, Giuliani to give him. Oh no. Dinkins. Mayor uh, Mayor Dinkins gets him a uh, um, a doctor appointment with some fantastic uh, some fantastic doctor to get it looked at, and of course the doctor says that he's full of crap, that there's nothing wrong with him, and uh, then we find out the the yogurt is fat, uh, <laughs> and so they go. They actually then apparently made the yogurt into non-fat yogurt and it was terrible which yeah if you've ever eaten non-fat yogurt uh, frozen yogurt it's terrible <laughs> so <laughs> that was very true to life <laughs> poor <Yeah>. newman <laughs> yeah it, it makes you think too i mean yeah non-fat yogurt it sounds great but you know yeah. the fat parts will taste good yeah um, exactly <laughs> I, I ran into, um, I'm based here in the Columbus, Ohio area, and Jenny's, a, a popular ice cream store, has bagel yogurt, which is kind of cream cheese and a little bit of garlic um, garlic and uh, poppy seeds and everything. And they're like, it, it's one that you could safely eat for breakfast. And I'm like, you know, I something's off here. I need to go check it out. Yeah. But, yeah, it kind of makes me think about the nonfat yogurt. I mean, yeah, something's got to be yeah. off. It can't be wonderful and super healthy. You know, yeah, something like falls away. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. that much, so. Ugh. Very tough. <laughs> yeah, that sounds gross. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, you raised a bunch of interesting questions on this episode, and I got to admit, it's, my week got away from me, and usually we try to combine the questions, but you came up with all of them, which is fantastic. And uh, let's start out with one about Kramer's financial situation. And again, we always go back to, hey, it's a comedy. You, you know, right. sometimes you can't set up everyone's storyline, but it is an interesting question because how, you know, you think about, you know, if you live in Columbus, Cleveland, you know, Alliance, wherever you live in, you, you know, you, you have to have money. You can't just, you know, live on nothing. I mean, it costs you. And mm -hmm. I don't know if there's been any episode of Seinfeld that ever really kind of went into what could be going on with Kramer. Like, yeah. was his family rich? Was he uh, doing stuff on the side? You know, I, I don't know, you know? I mean, if you if you analyze the various things that do have that had did come out, um, his mom worked as a matron in a mm -hmm. in a rest in a restaurant bathroom. Okay, <laughs> you know, yeah. he, I don't think he came from money. Right. Um, in the one episode, the bagel. I think it was the bagel episode. Speaking of bagels, um, he was on strike for most of the series. Yeah. This labor dispute at the bagel place. But the guy always has, you know, he's always buying stuff. He always has stuff. He's always going places. Where does he get his money? And now he's investing in a company. 
So, I mean, well, it was a short-lived company, I believe. <laughs> and it would be fantastic. I mean, you know, you would think one episode, and you could do it in a funny way, kind of explore where Kramer came from. I mean, maybe not necessarily an origin story for Kramer, or maybe one to kind of explain, yeah, you know, was there something goofy with his family? Did yeah. he win the lottery once? You know, what happened here? Yeah. <laughs> no idea. Yeah. And and I, I like what you said, too, because I got in trouble for writing this once, but it's true. I, I once covered the area, Maslin. That it was a rough economic time, and they were trying to bring in businesses into town, and because no business was coming to town, they were all going for the shady businesses. Like the Indian Casino was negotiating to come into town. And there was this like, teen dance club that people were dancing in their bikinis and everything. I'm like, whoa, it's just weird. This is teens. What's going on here? And it seems... And you brought that point with Kramer where it's like, okay, when Kramer invests in a business, it's not the, hey, we're going to get you in fit and in shape. Or it, it doesn't have a high mission. It's kind of like we're screwing you over. We're saying we got good yogurt, but it's really making everybody fat. So you, you're right. Yeah. It, it, Kramer's kind of more into the shady type of businesses. And the other business he wanted to one of the uh, one of the other businesses he wanted to put up was the make your own pie uh, yes. place, you know, where you're going to burn your arm off in a 500 degree, 800 degree oven. You know, so. you kind of focus more on the, the get rich quick type mm -hmm. thing. I mean, yeah. not that sustainable business where you say, Hey, you got to work hard, but maybe after three, four years, you start making money, you know, work hard is going to pay off. He's more yeah. like the, Hey, let's get in, get out and do the best I can. So, yeah. I don't know how well he did on the, uh, coffee table book either yes yes <laughs> he probably was doing okay until what did he do knock spilled something on uh i forget what he did to kathy lee gifford yeah like he spilled coffee i guess he tried to lift the book and it, it kind of slipped <laughs> it, it was funny because in the episode i think that was one of the higher up episodes on the list uh, that we're using for vulture but it was funny because then it was like this horrific thing that happened how dare you spill coffee on Kathy yeah. Lee? And it kind of blackballed him. Just think about yeah. today's talk show circuit. I mean, we're, we're all on the YouTube clips and the funny stuff and the, mm -hmm. the talkative. I mean, if that happened in 2021, man, he's got a YouTube clip. The uh, clip goes yeah. viral. The host is laughing. Oh, I got wet. Yay. You know, <laughs> it was just so funny how things were different back then with Kramer. But yeah, yeah. I think, well, they blocked him from appearing. I think they canceled the book deal. It, yeah, I think I know they canceled the tour. Yeah, I remember that. So I mean, he wasn't able to talk about it anywhere anymore. <laughs> so if he made any money, it was probably very minimal. Like he, he didn't right. sell as many books as he would if he had tours. So yeah, yeah. I, I love that part. How like back then it was just this horrific. How dare you spill coffee when? Yeah. Now it's. It, I mean, I would be surprised if now a host would be like, "Hey, spill coffee on me, It'd make a yeah. laugh, and maybe we'll get a couple more rating points. Would be great." Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's talk a little bit about Rudy Giuliani. Um, we're not a political show, so we're not. But you know, if you think of Rudy Giuliani today, obviously you got a different impression. And I'm surprised because Rudy did shows like this when he was mayor. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, he was mayor during 9/11. Um, you know, he had a pretty. I, I can't remember everything he did back then, but he seemed to be stable leadership. You know, he was praised for what he did. And now, you know, the Rudy today, and again, not sure when everyone's listening to this, but we're recording this at you know, early 2021, where it was right after the election, where uh, Rudy was very involved with President Trump. And mm -hmm. 
again, probably depends on what your feelings are about President Trump, but to a lot of people, Rudy kind of came off more as not a serious type person. I, I think even if we had President Trump on the podcast, he'd probably say, yeah, much of Rudy was the best guy he could have. <laughs> and I bring out a lot, not to get a political discussion, but more of just saying, what happened to Rudy Giuliani? I mean, he was appearing yeah. on these pop culture shows. Um, he was being good natured, a little self deprecating on this. Uh, I remember uh, they teased him on Saturday Night Live once. Uh, he had a Chris Farley was playing his son. And mm -hmm. yeah, but it was all good natured and everything, and yeah. everything was fun. And we all love Rudy and everything. And man, Rudy's kind of went south. <laughs> yeah. These are the good old days, you know, the sinful days. You know, you look at him in in this clip, um, in this part where he's doing a press conference. Mm -hmm. You know, it I, it brought back all that stuff about mm -hmm. how you know how he was on New York side and how he was so so good for New York and his. Um, he also. You know, he also gained a lot of attention because his yeah. son was hilarious during, yeah. um, I think it was his inauguration, maybe? Yeah. And I can't remember exactly what it was, but his well, that's what Farley was making fun was standing next to him and yeah. like doing all these dancing and stuff. Yeah. And he was really cute. And at the time, I guess it was at, during the speech, you know, it was like Rudy was, you know, okay, you know, this is okay. But I mean, he was, you know, straight laced and he presented himself so well. And like when he was speaking, you know, he was he was mayor at the time and he was on the show, you know, as the mayor. So it just was like, oh, if people only could look and see, you know, what he was like before he, you know, all the yelling and all that stuff, you know, I mean, I'm not talking, I don't care about his politics or anybody's right. politics, honestly, you know, it's. It's but, up to you to do whatever you like. To take just a real serious note for a second, we'll get to the foolishness of Seinfeld. I, I, I kind of wonder, too, and we all change. I mean, there's mm -hmm. times where, you know, people may think one way 30 years ago and they think another way now. Right. But as you said, just looking at demeanor, just looking at mm -hmm. what he says and everything, I mean, it, it's a good life lesson for all of us. And we're not all New York City mayors or yeah. presidential vibes or anything, but it, it's a good test to kind of look back and say, man, the Rudy Giuliani was on Seinfeld 25 years ago, whenever it was, is a whole heck of a lot different than Rudy Giuliani we see running around today. And yeah. it's a good thought to say, hey, you're going to change. You may have different friends. You may have different attitudes. But when you change that much, something's going on, you know. Yeah. And again, not even from political sense, but just from uh, the way you carry yourself, the way you're presenting yourself and everything. It's very... Yeah, it was very telling. Yeah, very good. So yeah. we're learning about the way we were, we're learning serious lessons today, too, which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah the Rudy thing bothered me. Uh, but I, I liked the Rudy from the episode. I want that Rudy yeah. back. <laughs> it yeah. should be good. Yeah. I like what you said with the swearing and um, you know, name calling. I, I thought Kramer yeah. was fantastic on the episode oh, where yeah. it was written beautifully, you know, where yeah. he would. Say something to be like, hey, fat, fat guy, hey, chubby, hey, chubby, yeah. and everything else like that. He's like, guess again, Tubby. <laughs> and I, I thought there was great humor because how many times, like, you know, mm -hmm. we know each other from work. How many mm -hmm. times would you call a coworker or even a, a good friend or whatever the case yeah. might be, uh, you know, fat? Like, I remember, and hopefully he's not watching because it, it was fine. I, it didn't bother me. But um, a former job of mine, like, 
it was a guy, it was a boss, and he calls me in. And I just made an offhand remark going, oh, man, what's the doctor? And I got to lose some weight, you know. And it was just, you know, work office conversation. It's no other word. Well, he calls me office. He's closing the door. I'm like, oh, crap. Am I getting fired? What's, what's happening here? And he said, no, I want to tell you about my weight loss journey. But so it was funny, even guy to guy. You know, yeah. you're closing the door. No one else is yeah. listening. This is a private, you know, conversation. And I'm thinking, you know, guy to girl or girl to guy. You know, you don't. I, I mean, yeah, you're a you're a jerk if you say that to somebody. And say, yeah. hey, you look like you gained some weight. You know, it's very strange. And again, different relationship. You know, it was more of a friendly relationship and everything. But yeah. Kramer's calling Elaine fat and Jerry <laughs> fat. It was good. It was very funny. You know, while you were talking, it, it dawned on me that, you know, Kramer, in some ways, is the friend that you want to have, you know, yeah. the one who's going to tell you when something doesn't look right on you, you know, right. that you shouldn't be wearing that outfit. Or, you know, maybe you don't notice that you're, you know, putting on some weight from something, some crap you're eating. Yeah. But the other, but he's also probably one of the more honest people on that show. Right. You know, because remember the one, I forget even what episode it was. Jerry was dating the girl with the big nose. Mm, yeah. And he's yeah. like, he's like, Oh, you're very pretty, but you just need to have a nose job. And they're all right. like, what? You know, it was just like shocking that you would say that to a person, but I mean, it's very Kramer, you know? And for politically correct, definitely not. You know, Kramer fails yeah. every test for that, but yeah. you're right. I mean, it's good to have that. And, I, I don't off the top of my head recall a time where Kramer, yeah, he would say it in front of the girlfriend and everything else, but he was more direct face to face. It wasn't like they were in a public place and he embarrassed people. It was just more direct. Yeah, it, it, very interesting with that. Um, also, too, you know, with the swearing, I thought it was interesting. Even the bleeped out, you know, the F word and everything was very controversial for a 90s sitcom. Uh, I mean, yeah, now you would be more like, oh, okay, it's common to hear like a. Uh, cuss were bleeped out in network, you know, sitcom, yeah. you know, even during family hour, I guess. But uh, yeah, back then it was crazy. And also to have a kid say it, you know, it's one thing yeah. if, you know, you had adults saying that, but kids say it. I think I added the humor. And again, probably at the time, maybe more people would be freaked out about it. Uh, it was interesting. Um, yeah. Any takeaways from that? Well, it was interesting um, to see. What was really interesting to me was when Jerry sat down with the little kid and was talking to him and talking about, you know, most com most comics don't, you know, don't swear, which, you know, I, I'm not sure that's actually true. Um, but Well, was it true in the 90s, I wonder? You know I don't what know. It, I think the 90s, like, I mean, he was pop. Jerry got popular right around the same time that Eddie Murphy was popular. Oh, yeah. Jeez, yeah, you're you know. right. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah. But the thing, about, the thing about Jerry is he's very clean, comedy-wise, you know? Like, um, I, um, I, went to, I went to see Jon Stewart when he mm. came to Cleveland one time, and I, I was surprised that he was so... I mean, it wasn't necessarily, I wouldn't say, you know, how you describe comics as blue. Yeah. You know, like blue laws, I guess that's based right. on what you right. couldn't be so profane. But he was way more that way than I expected because I, mm. you know, I'm just seeing him on TV, you know. So it's, it, it 
struck me that that's, you know, that's interesting. And I mean, it would be, it's, I mean, again, we're talking about a, a sitcom and stuff, but right. I mean, he's actually right about himself. You know, he is clean. He's as clean as yeah. you can get, you know? Well, and, and I'm, I'm thinking the comedy days, I mean, like even right now, I mean, I'm thinking Seinfeld. Yeah. I, I don't know if he swears at all. Right. Like I, I think maybe a little, but not, you know, not like the big F word. Or, yeah. Or something yeah. Like that. Okay. Yeah. It, because like, I'm thinking like Jim Gaffigan, uh, my wife and I like him and mm -hmm. we've went to see him before and he might have an occasional word and it probably sticks out because he doesn't say anything else. I think you mentioned John Mulaney. I, yeah, I, John Mulaney's very clean. Okay. I was it, I I I didn't really I I didn't know much about him until yeah. maybe a year ago. We'll say, you know, he was working on Saturday Night Live and he had mm -hmm. stuff on Broadway and stuff, and I had no idea who the guy was, you know. And then all of a sudden, they started seeing stuff, and then he hosted Saturday Night Live, which is what you know brought him completely to my attention. Yeah. And, you know, ever since COVID, um, we have all the streaming and I started, you know, streaming his comedy shows and they're hilarious. And I was thinking I can recommend this to some of my, you know, some of my friends. Like I have a few friends who just do not enjoy profanity at all, right. you know, and I mean, he has a couple of, you know, F words, but nothing is terrible, you know just randomly here and there. Yeah, I think where it really bothers me is, like, the last time we went to see Gaffigan was at the Ohio State Fair, and Billy Gardell, who's a comedian, he mm -hmm. opened, and uh, Billy Gardell, you remember him from the Mike and Molly uh, sitcom that was on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and it was bizarre, because we weren't expecting, like, a church comedian with Billy Gardell, but I was surprised, literally, it was like every other word was the F word. And mm -hmm. it was funny, because there was a lot of parents who brought kids, because of, you know, Gaffigan, I, I wouldn't call him a, necessarily a Christian comedian, but, you know, he has more of a a religion-friendly set, I guess, yeah. for lack of a better term. And, you know, I know a lot of parents were, like, horrified, you know, because Cardell was just, like, you know, letting it fly and everything. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but you're right. I don't see, like, Gaffigan, um, yeah, Mulaney, um, you know, Seinfeld. I really can't think. I, I mean, there are others out there, I'm sure, but when you look at the biggies, like the ones that you know really easily fall off the, the yeah. tongue, uh, there there was a guy in. Oh man, I cannot place the name yet. Uh, on our main podcast, we talked to him. He was the guy. He was on um, America's Got Talent a couple of years ago. Uh, he was the guy that did a lot of movie voices, and. Oh, okay. um, yeah, and he, he's a clean comedian. We actually had him on a show, and it was good. And I no idea about his religion. Like, he didn't say, I love God or whatever, but it, he gave a clean thing. But it was funny, too, and I liked that. Because sometimes yeah. clean, you're like, eh, I don't know if it's that funny or not. But, no, I was in, impressed. And he actually, we interviewed him before he came to Columbus for at the local comedy club, and he actually had family shows. He's like, oh, where, where are your kids? I'm like, I have eight and 14-year-old. And he's like, well, great bring them. I'm like, to a comedy club? What? And he's like, yeah, the family shows. I just do fun stuff. I'm like, whoa, that's kind of wild. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's interesting to see you know, where comedy's at. Um, and I agree with you because, so looking at Jerry's comedy, and Jerry's a very clean comedian, it was very out of sorts or out of place because yeah. he dropped a couple F-words himself. Like, you know, uh, when he first got in the story, he's like, man, this is so effing good. And then, you know, he swears mm -hmm. at the kid. 
Um, I wanted yeah. to talk about that because there's another part that, that kind of cracked me up. But yeah, it, it was very strange to see Jerry do that. I wonder why they did that in the episode. I mean, it, it's fine. It was just weird because Seinfeld's reputation was a clean comedian. It, it kind of seemed a little out of place. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, he they pushed, you know, uh, some envelopes there somewhere sometimes, you know, like the, you know, where they talked about homosexuality, you know. Yeah. And, you know, did, uh, not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and but um, the thing was, I don't know if you noticed it. I actually played it back when I was watching it one time, and I caught it that Lloyd Braun actually cusses and it goes out. And to Whoa. me, to me, it's wow. okay. To me, it's a swear. Okay. They always make fun of me in my in the newsroom because I have like in my the way I operate. You know, we sometimes run into swear words and stuff. And we have to decide whether we can put them in and stuff. I have probably mm-hmm. the tightest filter of oh, yeah. one where the fil- where profanity is, but um, to me, it's a it's a this is a cuss, you know. He said um, when he when Lloyd Braun was reacting to George's arm thing, he said that's a bitch. Oh, okay. And I was like, what? You know? Yeah. And to me, that's a swear word. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it isn't for NBC at the time. I wonder if they let him get away with it because, yeah, I, I would consider that a swear word, but maybe it was because it was just so much maybe using as an adjective instead of saying, hey, this person is a, uh, you know. Yeah, I'm maybe. A, That's, yeah. yeah. Huh. Yeah, I was surprised. It. Well, I, it, it, I mean, we'll catch that. Yeah, this TV is so different today. Like, we're used to TV today. We're yeah. like, oh, yeah, whatever. You know, you listen to it, but then you're like, whoa, this is the 90s where it's mm-hmm. very different. So, I, yeah. I, what made me laugh again, this is a personal thing. I thought it was funny because you, you we look back at our professional careers. Like, we're in the communications business. Mm-hmm. We want to get stuff out there. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when Laura and I worked together, geez, many years ago, uh, we would design pages. And our way of keeping that was saying, here's our paper that we designed. And, you know, it wasn't, and now you can, you know, keep PDFs. It makes it a lot easier and everything. Well, you look at back at Jerry's career. I mean, now, geez, we can YouTube everything. I mean, I podcast probably 10 hours a week. If somebody wants to know how I talk, I could say, here, here's a link. You can you yeah. can listen to me all day. There's too much of me. Yeah. But you think about, like, Jerry, when you're at a comedy club and you're thinking about, man, I want to record this and everything, it's tough. <laughs> I think back to my dad. My dad retired from pastoring, and when he retired, it was still the thing to record your sermons on tape. And yeah. that's where Jerry was. Jerry's had this tape. You had to be careful. As you know, cassette tapes don't last forever. And that's why Jerry gets mad at the kid where he drops a few cuss words yeah. on the kid. And I thought that, that, that was a funny part. Too. The tape. Yeah, he's destroying the audio tape. A little kid pulling it apart. Yeah, but I, I can understand Jerry's concern because, look, if I made a it DVD. It was new material. Yeah. You didn't have a chance to write it down, I guess. Right. And if, if I made like a like a DVD of this podcast and my kid rips up, that's okay. Got my computer. I can make another DVD. Yeah. I can make something else. That cassette tape, that's it. I, yep. I mean, it's gone. There's no hard drive where your words are chosen. Okay. I mean, that's the only place it's there anymore. Yeah. So it, it's remarkable how that's changed. And as a communicator who wants to keep my stuff, it kind of resonated, you know, just, and, and yeah, I mean, I, 
I'm not for swearing at kids, but I can understand Jerry's frustration there. Yeah, I thought that part was good. And right, then, oh, what'd you yeah. Think of the mom, what'd you think of the mom when she was complaining to Jerry about cussing in front of the kid, and then he asked her about the the fat content, and she's no effing way. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's... Like, oh, you're allowed to do it, but no one else is allowed to do it in front of your kid. Okay. <coughs> it makes me think because. Uh, in front of my eight-year-old, my wife always always tell me, you got to be careful about what you watch. I'm like, ah, it's Seinfeld or Frasier. And then we get to episode like this, and she's like, yeah, look, look, look. And yeah, but <laughs> yeah. you're right. It, it's tough for some parents because obviously you want your kids to say the word. But yeah, you know, sometimes you say in front of a kid anyway, which seems kind of hypocritical. <laughs> so it's good. All right. Well, what else do we have from you? I think I skipped over a question when we get back to that. Um, I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, you were talking about, you know, the situational ethics, like, you know, Elaine uh, refused to lie to Lloyd Braun. Oh, yeah. And, but, but George was good with that. I mean, it's a good question. I, I mean, I'm thinking the answer is that whole show is based on situational ethics. You know, yeah. they were very, uh, you know, they like to deceive people and everything else. But there are times where they showed humanity. Like, you know, I think back to last week where we were talking about George and that security guard. I mean, George probably didn't care about anybody over himself or most. And for some reason, George had a break. He cared about the security guard. So yeah. I, I think it's just a weird situation of ethics that, you know, plays out, you know, time and time again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, I like Lloyd Braun. Uh, we were talking about side characters, like which ones we like. Mm -hmm. And I, I still think Jerry Stiller, you know, playing George's dad, far and away the best. Oh my gosh. And, Smacked him on the head. Yeah. Episode. Definitely. We were talking about tap dancing, I yes. guess. Yes. Oh, that was hilarious. And, that and was Newman the biggest laugh in the show, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Fine now. And, and Newman's a close second. But I think two, <laughs> I don't know. I mean I wouldn't say three, but maybe a top five was Lloyd Braun. I thought yeah. Lloyd Braun was good in this episode. I thought Lloyd um Serenity now. I'm not sure when we're going to talk about that, but yeah. uh, that Vulture guy better rank that up high on the list. My Festivus poll when we talk about yes, I, I, I can't believe we haven't talked about Festivus yet. I uh, have this poll. Oh, you do. Oh, that would be nice. Yes. So. Well, I, I thought Lloyd Brown was good. I thought the Serenity now. I thought Lloyd was fun in that episode. Yeah, it was good, and I didn't know. I had to look it up that it was a three episode arc. Um, I was all excited when I first saw Lord was in the episode. I'm like, wow, is this this ready now? But it's not. I mean, Lord was in a couple of episodes, so it was good. Yeah. The um the character Lloyd Braun character character, the actor changes after this episode. Oh, okay. The guy. Um and <laughs> the uh, I mean, he's he's relatively normal in this one, you know, like level mm -hmm. and professional and everything and you could argue that this is the incident that pushed him over the edge. Elaine talking about the name tags, wearing name tags. Yeah. <laughs> I would I not sure I would wear a name tag in public. Yes. <laughs> every day. I think about that sometimes. A little my wife and I, before. My mm -hmm. wife and I have gone to some big churches before where you, you can't. You don't know everybody, and they wear name tags, and it's kind of cool. But again, that's in the church; they're not wearing name tags in public. And right. yeah, obviously, you don't. If you're in a big city, it's probably not good if you're advertising what your name is. The strangers on the street, but 
I wonder about that sometimes. I, I've had that thought, and I said, hey, it's not going to work. But in some ways, I kind of think, man, that would be fun. It'd be good to do that. But I don't know. A any other thoughts on this episode? I'm trying to look back through and make sure I didn't forget anything. Looking at my notes. Uh, I, th I thought... <laughs> Couple things I thought were funny when Jerry, when they found out that the yogurt was fat, the way he said, said it to Kramer, fat. Yes, yes. <laughs> he just was like fat. Um, I agree. Tommy Toon is a good dancer. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I was amused greatly by. Uh, Newman holding court in the yogurt place, you know, buying the straw and round another round of strawberry for the other mailman. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. That was good. Yeah. I, I also think of Giuliani. You know, you yeah. raise a good point. The silliness of calling the FDA and, oh, bring it by. We'll check it out for you. And and he's like, here, just fill out this form. Yeah. Okay. And the other thing, too, is it seemed like Giuliani easily took that suggestion and put it right into his speech. I mean, obviously, politicians are supposed to listen to people and, and do things, but it was almost like they called and they told Giuliani, he's like, oh, okay, this is my big campaign issue. And obviously, it's a 20-minute episode. You had to kind of ram things in, but it was funny to see how, you know, he was believing everything Jerry was saying. I thought that was fun. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was good. Would you rank it up as high, you think? Probably not. I don't yeah, know. I, I don't. I don't think it didn't. I mean, there's some some cute moments, but I don't think it made me laugh quite as much as some of the other ones do. Yeah, I mean, they had this ranked, you know, thirty. I uh, I don't know. I I mean, maybe top fifty. You know, if I had to kind of guess on where I would put it, I'm. I don't think it was one of the worst ones, but no. it, it definitely I, wouldn't be high. I mean, I would have gone more middle of the pack with this. Yeah. One of these days we'll have to <laughs> wouldn't be a podcast because it'll probably be a fifty hour podcast, but one of these days we have to sit down and actually come up with all this. And just who knows, maybe if we actually wrote everything down, we'll be like, Oh, this will be higher than I thought it would be. I but yeah, do, I thought I could do my top ten. Okay. I mean not right now, but I could do my top well, three for sure right now. Okay. Um, all right. Well, what's your top three? Parking garage. Chinese restaurant, and the one um, where George is the marine biologist. <laughs> yes, yes, that that definitely would be on my list. I would say just the absurdity of the Murph Griffith show oh, made yeah. me laugh. It was good, and yeah, maybe the Festivus. I mean, I maybe it wasn't the the greatest Seinfeld of all time, mm -hmm. but it, it made me laugh. I I, I was at home working. Uh, I we ran a story. Um, I, I work for a collection of daily newspapers in Ohio, and we work in conjunction with USA Today. So that's like our Associated Press. So it was the day of, I think it was like two days before Christmas when Festivus happened on the episode. And we ran that in each as a wire story in each of our papers. And man, I had to go right to the episode and watch it. So I, I think. Festivals rank up that high because how many episodes would you do that for? Like, if you see a news story and you're like, dang, I gotta watch it right away. And Festivals definitely ranked that high for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it was interesting. I mean, yeah, 31 was the official ranking on Vulture. Yeah, adds 40, 50, 60, somewhere in that range. 
I know thirty is a little bit too high for me. So yeah. All right. Well, next yeah, next week's gonna be an interesting one. Uh, the couch. Uh, very oh, poppy. Yes, poppy is sloppy. Yes, <laughs> poppy pees on the couch, and then it was interesting. Now I I come from more. You know, dad was a pastor. I come from more of a faith background. It was funny. The description of this episode talks about, well, the abortion. You know, there was a lot of abortion debate. Oh, yeah. And they're like, would this offend people? I, yeah, I had my feelings, but it didn't offend me. I, I don't know why. I, I mean, were people offended after that episode based on how you felt about abortion? Like, I wasn't sure I why. I'll have to look. I'll have to look it up and see if there was an outrage. Mean, I, I'm not. Well, I mean, the guy wrote the article and said, hey, that became an issue. And I don't know. I mean, I, I, I know today everyone gets offended by everything, but yeah. <laughs> I, it takes a lot. To have, it's a show. It takes a lot to have a show, yeah. you know, really go down and offend me. So, yeah, but we'll have to take a look at that. Uh, popping pee on the couch, um, some abortion discussion. This is the one where the girl won't eat the pie, right? Yes. Or is that not? Well, no, that's when we first meet Poppy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the first the one. second poppy episode. Yeah, because the three big issues were you know the abortion debate, um, you know obviously the peeing on a couch, <laughs> and then yeah, George is watching Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh yeah, that's yes. a good one. So you you guys, I you know what, <laughs> and we'll talk about this next week, but maybe the couch should be higher on the ranking because we've talked about this in the past where you know they have. Th- Two or three main storylines. And I, there's been a lot of Seinfelds where I'm like, storyline number three is hysterical. And I'm not sure about one and two. All three of these are good. So how about this? Let's come up for a top ten for next week. And I'll take a really good look at it. I don't know. I wouldn't have said that before I read the episode, but Couch might be up there. We'll see. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll have to see. Okay. Yeah. That'll be good. And we'll release that list. And hey, if you if you're watching it, and I'll put this when we social it, is, hey, if you got a top ten list, no two, I'm oh, sure everyone's got a different list. This is also the one with the, the doorman, right? Is that this I'm one? I'm not sure. I don't know. Now I'm, like, showing myself to not be a good fan. I don't remember. Well, yeah, I think it's also the YouTube generation, because there's been times where I'll be working, and, like, I'll throw on a two-minute YouTube clip of the doorman. Where I'll laugh and it's great and enjoy it, but then I lose total control on where it came from. I mean, I'm like, oh, it's it's great. I love it. I think I'm a Seinfeld fan, but I I don't know where the the doorman came from. So yeah, um, yeah, the doorman was a good one, but I don't know if this is that one. We'll, we'll have to check it out. <laughs> Jerry even... couch. I know. I remember that. Right. Um. Oh, this is the pizza one too. Really. Yeah, the one with uh, uh, the make-your-own-pies. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Pretty stocked episode. Because usually you're looking at like three main storylines, and now you got four. Because the other three are big, too. <laughs> so, very good. <laughs> All right. Well, Laura A. Kessel is where you can talk to Laura on Twitter. Uh, mm-hmm. Laura's the editor of one of the local papers in Ohio, but Laura talks about everything on Twitter, which is good. I, I do that. My main Twitter, you can see on the screen, is ChrisP3. That's where I talk about when I, whatever. And then if you really want to know about Ohio news, which is good, 
please support us, support local journalism. Yes, um, but if you live in Kansas and you're like, I want to hear what Chris thinks about Seinfeld, check out Chris Pugh 3. But if you're anywhere near Ohio, please check out Chris Pugh edits. I share a lot of Ohio stuff and there's a lot of stuff going on there. And again, check out our podcast. Uh, yes, yeah, Seinfeld is one of many podcasts on there, but we try entertaining with the rest. And hey, if you subscribe, you, you can make sure you get the Seinfelds right away. Um, anything else we should mention? Making sure we didn't miss anything on like I, I usually do a, a, a track and make sure no one died in Seinfeld <laughs> lore because sadly it's like World War II. All a lot of Seinfeld people have died off, like people have appeared yeah. on Seinfeld and everything. So, yeah, I don't think so. I, I've been thinking about trying to invite somebody from Seinfeld on. Like, oh. I, I don't think we'll ever get Jerry or Elaine or, you know, <laughs> Jason Alexander or anything like that. But yeah. I, you always wonder about the side characters. But everyone who's getting older is dying off. I mean, there's nobody around anymore. <laughs> so it's time. That's why we should watch the newer show. Everyone's been young, but no, it, it's good. So, all right. So next week, we get into the couch. And Laura, as always, thank you. We'll talk again next week. Have a good one. All right. Take care.